0: We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Yeah, morning everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell. It is Friday morning, the 27th of May 2022. Daniel Pettigrew in the chair for the next hour. Big hour as well between now and 6am. In just a second, we'll have a look back at... Last night's comprehensive victory for the Melbourne Storm over the Manly Seagulls and preview the rest of round 12 of the NRL. Charlie sir will join me in a sec. Uh, no Brett Phillips today because he's actually working at the moment uh, for Channel 9 in a close game where Stefanos Tsitsipas is in action. So we will have a French Open update minus Brett Phillips a little later on and much, much more. 1-300-01-1170, the number as per usual. Or you can text 0457-736-736. It's one past five. The
1: Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem.
0: Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. I want your bold predictions for the weekend of sport. Lots happening, of course. NRL, AFL, French Open, Champions League Final on Sunday morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 11 Best uh, text, or most creative text, uh, come Monday, uh, once we know who's got close to the mark, will uh, get a prize. Charlie Goodsir is in the studio with me. Good morning, Charlie.
2: Good morning. How are you?
0: Very well. Uh, let's have a look at round 12 of the NRL. We'll start with last night. Now, you came into the office. You said you've got some strong opinions. So I'm looking forward to hearing this. Melbourne twenty eight over Manly eight.
2: Yeah. So, Comrades win from the storms. Yes. They were dominant from the outset. We didn't learn anything new about the Melbourne Storm. They beat up again against a team without their best player. Mm-hmm. I This might be, sound a little bit controversial. Mm. I'm ready to put the label of flat track bullies on the Melbourne Storm. Oh, really? They failed against the Panthers. Mm. They'll, they failed against the Cowboys. 20-point win against a, a pretty hopeless Seagulls team, mm. to be fair. that They played decent enough, but yeah. And and Karen Munster, great game. We get the three Dalian points. But why now? Is it because... Jerome Hughes is back. Is that, is that why he's playing well? Where was this the last two weeks when his team really needed it?
0: Yeah, he played very well uh, last night. But I do agree, although, do you not take any of the Storm's injuries into account for their games against the Panthers and the Cowboys? Injuries, yes. But I
2: think growing up, um, I'm only 23. I've never seen a bad Storm team, even when mm. some of their best players have been out for extended periods. They've still been good. It's replaced one soldier with another. And I just think injuries, Yes. A concern, but back to back, you know, 30 point losses mm. against Panthers and Cowboys, I, I just think that's unacceptable for a storm side. And then just to, you know, again, beat up on a weakened manly side, I think, uh, I, I don't know, it doesn't really say too much about the storm and doesn't really give me. We don't learn anything new about them.
0: No, they've got the bye next week as well, uh, leading into State of Origin. We'll hear from Brandon Smith a little later on post-match. Uh, when it comes to Manly, though, only eight points. I don't think anyone expected Manly to go to Melbourne and beat the Melbourne Storm, especially without Tom Trevojevic. But it goes back to, uh, to what I think we were saying earlier on in the week, is that it's going to be very hard for them without Tommy Tom uh, Trevojevic Tom to actually make the finals. I-, I don't see them making the finals now.
2: No, I, I don't. Know. I think we said that last week as well, mm. that... Um, they're they're more likely to miss the finals and make them. I think yep. it's it's going to be a tough challenge. And hey, if they do it, credit where credit's due. That's amazing. But yeah, they just they just look a, a mile off the pace at the moment.
0: Yep, agree with that. More reaction in the various breakfast shows as well. After six, after Melbourne twenty eight defeated Manly eight. Charlie, let's have a look at the rest of the round. Round twelve and some intriguing matches coming up. Tonight, you'll hear this one on SEN as well. The Panthers taking on the Cowboys. First play, third. Now, when the draw came out, no one would have expected this to be one play, three. I didn't have the Cowboys in my eight. They are without a couple of their star players, which may hurt them. And I've seen Penrith the past two weeks against the Storm and the Roosters. And they're so hard to beat at home. It's hard to see anything but a Penrith victory. But you never know. The way the Cowboys have been playing, a lot of confidence. How do you see this one going?
2: Yeah, I, it gave of the round, I, yep. I think. I think... Um, Having the Cowboys as $5 uh, <laughs> outsiders, yes, they are. I, I think, is a, a great value, of course, Cameron, responsibly. Yes. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's going to be closer than um, people expect. And I think it's it's a great story. I love a team that no one has any faith in. Wooden spooners mm. for, for many at the start of the season. And they have just really defied expectations. Todd Payton has turned that club around. I think we, we have so many Cowboys people on our various shows on 1170 SCN. And they all say the same thing. Todd Payton came in this off season toughest pricing they've ever had really
0: changed the standards of the club and it's really paying dividends. That being said, Panthers. Yeah, I think Panthers as well, but I think it'll be a close Cowboy, but no one expected the Cowboys to beat the storm last week. So you just uh, never know. Now the other game tonight at 7.55, the Brisbane Broncos, who themselves are going very well, although there has been some news around Payne Haas over the last 24 hours. I'll get to that a bit later on. Up against the Gold Coast Titans, who for mine have been one of the real disappointments of 2022. The Broncos, no Adam Reynolds, which will hurt them a bit, but I still think up there at Suncorp Stadium in front of a big crowd, I think they'll get the Titans. I'm going
2: the upset. Oh, okay. And and the only reason I'm going this upset is mm. for the news that broke in the last twelve or so hours with with Payne Haas. I, I think it can go one of two ways. Mm. It can galvanize the team, and it can just be you know another distraction. Kevin Walters is a great coach. We had him on yesterday on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, and he's done wonders. And I I think they'll be okay. But there's just this thing in the back of my mind saying, "Oh, this is a big distraction. One one of arguably your best players in the side." doesn't want to play it. It's very public. Mm. This is exactly what the Gold Coast Titans will want or will play into their hands. I'm going to go to the Titans, but I'm, I'm, I won't be shocked if I'm completely wrong.
0: And the Titans did show uh, some sort of steal coming back, almost uh, getting back to even against the Sharks last Sunday. So, uh, and it's a must-win game for the Titans. I reckon if they're to lose this one, you can almost uh, say goodbye to their season. Now, three games tomorrow, Warriors up against the Knights. You'll hear that on SEN. At 3 p.m. kickoff up there at Redcliffe. Uh, I don't know who to tip on this one. I think I know who you're going to uh, tip. The Warriors have been so up and down. The Knights, well, they beat the Bulldogs two weeks ago. Uh, they were competitive enough at times last week. I'll go the Knights, but with no confidence whatsoever.
2: I'm going the Knights with a lot of confidence. We were absolutely <laughs> robbed last week. And uh, mm. at the risk of doing a Des Hasler, I won't say anything about <laughs> the officiating. Um I just think the Knights, yeah, they definitely showed a lot of improvement. And I think Daniel Saifedi is going to have a really big game. He's been hounded a lot. Mm. And, you know, he's pushing for origin selection. And now with the David Fafete, not David Fafete, Payne Haas Mm. situation, it now opens the door. If he can just put on a really good 80-minute performance, he'll be okay. He'll make origin.
0: For me. And that Origin team gets named on Sunday as well. So no doubt Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander and the rest of the uh, selection panel, the coaching team, will be looking closely at his, at his performance. Uh, this is a crucial game, I think, for both teams. 5.30 tomorrow night, South Sydney taking on the West Tigers. A few question marks on uh, whether Jackson Hastings will be lining up. Hopefully for the Tigers, uh, he will be there. Souths, in my opinion, haven't set the world on fire at all this year. I actually, if Hastings plays, we saw the Tigers beat Souths about four or five weeks ago, must-win game definitely for the Tigers. I think on the Reviso, Hastings plays, I think the Tigers get them.
2: I, I'm, I'm in the exact same wavelength yep. as you. If Hastings plays, the Tigers win. Mm. So I'm going to go to the Tigers just for the just for the sake of tipping here. I agree. The Rabbitohs, I think, I know people say the Titans have been disappointed. The Rabbitohs have been the biggest disappointment. Grand mm. Finals last year yep. came with a lot of expectation this year. I just think they've haven't put on a, a game that has inspired me or suggested to me that they're going anywhere anytime soon. So I'm going the Tigers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers as well. Uh, this another uh, good game, 7.30 tomorrow night out at Shark Park, the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Sydney Roosters. I thought the Sharks, although they've, uh, well, they won last week, their early season form, that which is so good, it's become a bit patchy. They were pretty woeful against the Raiders in magic round and the Roosters, they're hard to get a read on a very good win against the Heels a couple of weeks ago. And, Thought, look, I thought they were pretty competitive for the first 30 minutes against uh, Penrith and still played decent enough football in that second half. If the Roosters play their best, and it's a big if, I think they win, but it's always a hard trip out to Shark Park. And, and this is an important game for Cronulla as well. The Roosters, they're sitting in seventh, but a lot of people still have them up there as one of the premiership favourites behind Penrith and Melbourne. So this is an important test for the Sharks, uh, but I think the Roosters just
2: yeah, the Roosters, it's, they're sitting in seventh, but they're in that block of teams mm. in that kind of fourth to seventh range. So, you know, taking that what you will. I'm going go to go the Sharks, mm-hmm. only because it's at home. And, and I think Nico Hines will um, confirm his origin status. Mm. I, I, I think I can't believe there's any calls that Jack Wyden is going to get I that place. That. I, I know Wyden's been really good this season, and, mm. he's, and he's played it before, but... You can't deny Nico Hines. He's second on the Dalian for a reason. So I'm going to the Sharks.
0: you still got to remember what Nico Hines did a few weeks ago when uh, they were down to 12 men against the Warriors, who's playing basically two positions in uh, one game. Uh, and on Sunday, two games, Bulldogs up against the Dragons. This is at Belmore uh, at 2 p.m. They always play better at Belmore, the Bulldogs, but they're going to have to play a lot better to beat a Dragons side who is only sitting in the 11th position themselves. But uh, I think it might be close, but I can't tip the Bulldogs.
2: This this is the worst game. I, I, I can't stand both these teams. This this, this is going to be a bludger. This is going to be one of Brandy's unmissable moments because yes. of how, how much of a bludger it is. Um, many of the Dragons, and mm-hmm. because that's my mum's team, mm. uh, and it kills me to this day that that's my mum's team. But I think... You, you can't tip the doggies. No. You, can't, you just can't tip them. So the Dragons.
0: I expect a fairly big crowd out there though, at Belmore on Sunday. And the final game, which is another good one, uh, the Raiders have come into some kind of form. They will play the Parramatta in Canberra. This will be on SEN on Sunday afternoon. 4.05 kickoff. The Raiders, three wins in a row, looking impressive all of a sudden. The Eels, again, they've been a bit up and down, but they managed to scrape home last Friday night against the Manly Seagulls. But I think at home, the Raiders, they're playing great football. I think they'll win.
2: Yeah. Um, until yesterday, I was going to go to the Eels. Mm. We had Wally the Statsman on breakfast with mm. Vossie and Brand. You can check that out on uh, the podcast as well, on mm. Spotify or Apple Podcast. And that swayed me. Yep. Because the Eels haven't won there since 2001 in Canberra. Mm. And they've been win-loss, win-loss, win-loss since, I think, round five or round six, something like that. So I'm going to the Raiders. And, yeah, three wins in a row, it can just – Galvaniser team, and uh, Fogarty plays his first game this weekend, which is massive in. Uh, so I'm going to go on the
0: Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to go the Raiders as well. Well, Charlie, we'll meet back here on Monday morning, and we'll see how many we've got right and how many we've got wrong.
2: Yes, uh, hopefully Alderman run and hopefully Newcastle gets up.
0: Yes, and looking forward to your segment later with Vossi and Brandy yes. as well. Yes, looking very forward good. to it. Uh, it is 11 past 5, 0457 736 736 is the text number, or you can call 1300 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Just before a break, let's have a listen to Brandon Smith post-match after the Storm's 28, 28 points to 8 victory over Manly last night
1: embarrassing the last two weeks, um, letting down the old man Belzer, so uh, yeah, I'm glad we got the win, but it was still a bit, I thought we were a bit sloppy, to be quite fair, half our salary cap's out with Harry Grant and Pappenhausen, so um, yeah, look forward to getting them them back.
0: The inclusion of Jerome Hughes though, Brandon, how big's that particularly for you and your role, Jerome Hughes being back?
1: Yeah, no, Definitely. I was saying when I was on the bench that it's a completely different ball game when Jerome's out there. I think you know Cameron Munster works his best when he doesn't have to think. And uh, when Jerome's out there, it really helps uh, Cameron Munster do that. So obviously he played real well, the big dog. And um, yeah, it's really good to have Jerome back and just kind of direct us. I mean, seven's a really important position. And uh, for him to come, out, come back and uh, really steer the ship, it pretty much shows what, how much he means to this club.
0: Yeah, Brandon Smith uh, with Lana Ferguson, I think it was last night on Channel 9. And he's been under a bit of criticism as well uh, and played. Pretty well last night. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number, or you can call 1300 one 1170, Asking for your bold predictions this weekend in sport doesn't have to be NRL, and I'll get to a text here in just a second, but can be anything. Uh, we spoke Champions League final yesterday morning on the show with John Gallo uh, That's Sunday morning at five a.m. Uh, there's a promotion a game as well in the championship, the promotion playoff early hours Monday morning. I think it's one thirty a.m. So plenty of sport going on, French Open as well, Super Rugby AFL, uh, Yovel Treeman's been in touch saying, hi Dan, making a bold prediction that all five Super Rugby teams will win this weekend. Uh, biggest test will be tonight with the Reds taking on the Crusaders over in New Zealand. Uh, the Brumbies are away, but the remaining Aussie sides play uh, teams play at home against other New Zealand sides. Can't remember the last time there was an Aussie clean sweep in the Super Rugby from the yoval Treman. Well, uh, I can't remember. I, it's been it would have to have been years since that happened. That's a big call, yoval Treman. Fire all five Aussie Super Rugby teams will win this weekend. Uh, if someone knows when the last time that happened was, oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Thank you for the text, Joval Treman. Keep them coming in. No chance to win a Valvoline T-shirt for for the. One closest to the money, uh, which we'll give away on Monday or uh, the most creative one. It's 14 past five. We'll take a break on the other side of this. We'll have a quick look at uh, what's been happening in the French Open and some of the other news floating around in the world of sport. It's 14 past five. At 18.5 past 5, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, your bold prediction for the weekend. Uh, now, just before we get back to some rugby league news, uh, no Brett Phillips today, but we will do a French Open update. Thanks to B Solar, let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit b.solar to learn more. And the reason Brett Phillips is not on, uh, the game between or the match between Sitsa Pass and Kola, uh, which I would imagine uh, a uh was... Favourite, very favourite uh, to win against uh, Kola from the Czech Republic. has gone deep into a fourth set. Now, one won uh, the first two sets, 6-7, 7-6. Seven, uh, seven, uh, but Kola in the third set hit back 7-6. And now uh, it is 4-all in that fourth set uh, between Sitsipas and Kola. So it's now actually has gone 5-4, Kola leading that fourth set. So we'll keep an eye on that one for you. Meanwhile, Igor Schwatek, the number one seed, uh, one easily earlier on today. 6-love, six 6-2. Six in terms of uh, the one Australian left uh, in action, uh, Daria uh, Seville uh, in action later on tonight at around about 8.20 p.m. in the third round. And... Um, just uh, on tennis as well, and I was going to ask, Brad about uh, this. I don't know if you caught this, but Bernard Tomic has called on Nick Kyrgios to put his money where his mouth is after the feuds, After the pair's feud heated up again. Now, the pair have seemingly never been too friendly, but the Stout Reignited on Thursday, leading Kyrgios to label Tomic the most hated athlete in Australia. Atomic, uh, who has been stuck on the challenger circuit as he tries to rebuild his ranking from 418 in the world, has throw de- thrown down the gauntlet to Kyrios, calling for the pair to play a $2 million grudge match. Kyrios, he's currently ranked 76 in the world. Speaking uh, to the Gold Coast Bulletin, Atomic uh, challenged Kyrios to put $1 million each on the table for a head-to-head clash. I'll put up a million and you put up a million. Let's see who is the better player. Let the public see who is better for once and for all. I've beaten you easy before and I'll do it again. Plus we'll play on grass so you you don't make any excuses. Anywhere, anytime. time. Tomek does have a head-to-head lead between the two as they have played just once in their careers at the 2019 Kuyong Classic. In that game, Tomek claimed a 6-3, 6-4 win, but a match that uh, never really reached great uh, heights. Uh, And then Kyrgios... um, Going on. For the record, uh, Kiros best ranking is 13th and he's made $9.7 million in prize money, while Tomek's best is 17th and has made $6.3 million on the court, according to the ATP. Um, I don't mind watching Nick Kyrgios play tennis. I know he's a controversial character. However... Who cares? This is such a who cares story. Would you like to see... All right. Would you love to see uh, a Curios up against Tomic uh, if they would put $2 million into it and whoever wins take the, t- takes the $2 million? Absolutely a load of rubbish in my, my opinion. But 0457 736, 736 or 1300 01 1170. Um, Kyrgios no doubt with talent. Tomic. Has talent, uh, but you haven't seen it a lot of it throughout his career. But anyway, Tomic and Kyrgios, uh war of words there. Uh, that is a French Open and tennis update. Thanks to B Solar, let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit B Solar to learn more. Twenty two past uh, five. Yeah, have no interest in seeing that uh, whatsoever. And it almost sounds like, uh, especially from a Bur- the Burnett Tomic party, he's just trying to keep his name in the spotlight. We'll keep you up to date with that Sitsa uh, match though as well. As I say. Five four on serve in that fourth set. paths leading two sets to one and thirty love in this current game. At twenty two past five now. Payne Haas, as we know, and Charles mentioned it before, uh, he's requested well, his request for an immediate le- uh, has requested an immediate release from his contract. Now he signed to the Broncos until the end of two thousand and twenty four on a deal understood to be worth around eight hundred thousand dollars a season. Um, Payne Haas is contracted to the Brisbane Broncos until the end of the 2024 NRL season, Brisbane said in a statement, the club will not be entertaining a release. The club remains in ongoing discussions with Payne's management about what the next phase looks like for him at the Broncos. That includes ongoing dialogue about an extension to his current contract. Now, according to News Corp, Haas' new management were demanding an upgraded deal of $1 million this season in 2023, before jumping again to $1.2 million in 2024. The Broncos, however, reportedly informed Haas that they did not have the cap space to accommodate the upgrade. It prompted Haas, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, to sensationally ask for an immediate release on Wednesday night. Now, Now, the Broncos, of course, play tonight against the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, It's going to be very interesting. And uh, I know Corey Parker had a bit to say about this on Fox League last night. It's going to be very interesting to see if Payne Haas does play for the Broncos tonight. Um, And and if you're a Broncos fan, well, really, if you're a fan of uh, any team, if a player says he doesn't want to be there for whatever reasons, um, do you really want him a part of your team? I know the Broncos have just said they're not going to entertain a release but if a player is not keen to play for your team, I wouldn't want him there. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. If you're a Broncos fan or if you're a fan of any other club, if a player says he doesn't want to be part of your team, then you'd think that, um, and look, who knows? He, he may come out tonight and give 100%. I'm sure he will. But if he doesn't want to be there long term, Do you really want to keep him there for another – well, even just for the rest of this season or another couple of years? Um, Maybe in those circumstances, if what is being said is all true and he does want to leave, maybe best for Brisbane to cut their ties. Um, I I don't think if I was a supporter of Brisbane and I – or as I said, any other team and um, a player came out and said he didn't want to be playing for my team, he wanted to be going elsewhere – Uh, then I would be saying, okay, bye-bye. Now, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the roosters, of course, uh, being linked to Payne Haas, but Nick Politis has ruled out making a big money play for Payne Haas, insisting the club won't, won't risk losing star skipper James Sedesco in pursuit of Payne Haas. Now, we know uh, what Payne Haas said, and he's been consistently linked with the Roosters. Amid speculation, the Bondi Powerhouse is lining up the Broncos' meter eater to eventually replace enforcer Jared Rue Hargroves, who is off contract at the end of next season. But amid the explosive contract talks at Red Hill, Politus addressed suggestions the Roosters are ready to launch a poaching bid if Haas' tenure at the Broncos becomes untenable. Uh, Politis said Payne Haas is a great player, but we have no cap space for next season. All 16 clubs would love to have Payne Haas, but it's a matter of whether you can afford him and whether he can fit into our roster. I wouldn't insult Payne and say we don't want him because he is one of the best props in the game. So, of course, I would sign him if we could afford him, but the reality is we have a salary cap in place. Now we've got a great captain here in Tedesco, and we have some very good props coming through. Uh, so, uh, Politis also blasts suggestions he's using Sonny Bill as a high-profile tool to lure Haas to Bondi. Um, He says it's basically all a load of nonsense. Um, I'm very close with Sonny Bill, but we don't use him to sign players. It is understood the Bulldogs are among the clubs interested in Haas. Uh, Crisis-torn Canterbury have to spend a lot of cash as part of post-Trent Barrett cleaned out amid speculation. Bulldogs football boss Phil Gould met with Haas at the Haas camp during Magic Round in uh, in Brisbane a fortnight ago. So there you go. The Roosters' Nick Politis has said that He won't be coming to the club until, at least until the end. Well, they don't have money until the end of uh, 2023. I thought there was. Uh, cleverly said there by uh, Politis, very wise businessman. Uh, no money until at least the end of two thousand and twenty-three in the Roosters salary cap. Which, if that is all true, and there's no reason uh, not to believe Nick Politus, it will be interesting to see where Payne Haas does end up over the course of the next eighteen months and possibly into the future. Your thoughts and all of that. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one hundred-01-1170. It's five uh, games all in that fourth set now in that match between and and cola. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that as well. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's coming up to twenty eight past five. Coming up to 6-6 six six. in that tennis match, Tsitsipas uh, has beaten caller. Uh, it went to a tiebreaker in the fourth set, finishing up at 9-7. So Tsitsipas threw in uh, four sets, the number four seed at the French Open, 6-3, uh, 7-6, six seven, six, 6 7 seven Six. Ah, uh, now a uh, text here. 0457 Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Don't forget, by the way, Makita uh, helps you rule the outdoors this season. Michael has sent this text in, saying, "Hi, Dan. I find it incredible that a player would ask for an immediate release from a team over money. What does it say about Haas's attitude towards his team and his teammates?" why would the Broncos players want to play with someone who puts the almighty dollar above the team and its players? And he also goes on to say, what does it say about Haas' motivation to play rugby league when the game has given him everything? Uh, I find it a very selfish action. And if I was running a team that he eventually goes to, I'd be very, very wary because the only reason why he's playing might be for the team Uh, for the team is dollars and nothing more. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, well, if I was the Broncos, I wouldn't want him there if all what is being reported is true. But no doubt that will develop over the next few days, weeks, and uh, potentially months to come. Now, uh, through 1620 Gold Coast and SENQ Patton Heels coming up, they'll have Katie Brown on to talk about uh, Payne Haas. Jermaine Jolliffe from the Titans will join them as well. Uh, Titans will join them as well. And Chris Nelson will preview a massive day of racing at Eagle Farm. That's Patton Heels, 1620 Gold Coast at SENQ and with Fossey and Brandy through 1170 Sydney. Roy Simmons will join them a bit later on this morning. He finishes up his amazing walk for charity later on today, so he'll have a chat with Fossey and Brandy, plus all the latest happening in the world of sport. Thanks to your company this week. Been a lot of fun. I will catch you back here Monday morning at 5 a.m. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk then.
1: Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.